Hey, what's going on, everybody in Sharks Territory? Good evening to all those of you in San Jose, California. I'm Aaron James, and this is the sixth episode of Season 2 of the Shark City Podcast. Uh, today we'll be covering pretty much the past couple of um, games that went down. Last time we spoke to one another, we were on the road with San Jose. They were able to secure their first victory of the year. That was against the New York Rangers. Since then, the Sharks have faced New Jersey, Philadelphia, and Vegas. So we'll briefly cover those games. Um, but overall, the Sharks are 2-7-0, and zero, heading into their 10th game that's going to go down tomorrow with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, the San Jose Barracuda, on the other hand, are 4-1-0. and uh, We'll briefly visit the San Jose Sharks AHL Affiliate Club and just, you know, peek, take a peek at them and see how they've been doing down there at the Reef. Um, so, you know, the Sharks, they finish the road trip strong. So that's the good news. They finish it at 500, 2-2. Two two. Um, but essentially, last night, it was the Phil Kessel Show in San Jose. And yeah, uh, we'll get into all that more, including uh, Reimer's first shutout that went down in Philly. Uh, but before we get into that, just want to do the quick plugs, get that out of the way. So follow us on social media at Shark City Hockey. That's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch. And of course, you can find us on YouTube as well. Uh, most of you who are watching live on YouTube, Instagram live, Facebook, um, you'll see that the link for everything Shark City Hockey is right there, linktree.com forward slash Shark City Hockey, or you can visit the webpage directly, sharkcityhockey.com. All right, there it is. It is out of the way. Um, so before we begin, there's an earthquake the other day. <laughs> there's an earthquake in San Jose, California. Um, obviously that was big news here in the Bay area. I was, um, surprising to say the least a lot of times, at least lately when, it's, when it comes to, you know, the ground shaking, um, they're from the distance. This one was right here, real close to home in um, San Jose. I believe it was 4.8. Um, not sure if that was the final um, on, you know, for their scale or if it was a 5.1, but nonetheless, uh, nonetheless, it was very interesting morning, um, the day of the Sharks versus the Golden Knights when they returned home after four game road trips, which we're about to uh, jump into right now. So, uh, the Sharks, we were not going to spend too much time on this one because essentially it was... I mean, to put it frankly, it was a lackluster, you know what I'm saying? Um, the Sharks lost to New Jersey um, by the score of 2-1. to one. Everything went down in the second period. Kevin LeBanc got his first goal of the season. Um, so that's awesome because, you know, everyone who's following LeBanc's story, um, you know, he was gone 
almost nine months, I believe. So it was nice to see him finally um, get on the scoreboard. You know, he's been contributing. He's been contributing, and we've been you know praising him and his return since the beginning of the season on this show. So you know, it's pretty awesome for him to kind of um, you know get off the schneid, so to speak. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much it. You know, Kevin, you know, making the bank deposit was the only highlight really for, for, uh, Sharks fans. Um, it was unfortunate, you know, to see everything go down the way it has for Capo Kakinen, but you know, uh, James Reimer is the man. He's the MVP. He's the MVP. I've been saying this since last season. James Reimer is going to be, I mean, he, I've been saying this since last season. He was going to be the number one starting goaltender. He was the number one starting goaltender. Didn't know why everybody was dancing around it. I've been saying since last season that Aiden Hill didn't want to be on the squad. Didn't surprise me that he got his quote unquote revenge game with Vegas. But the whole point I'm trying to say is it doesn't surprise me that he's not with the team anymore because, you know, I just, anyways, rather than go backwards, let's, let's, uh, let's move forward here. Um, so really quick, uh, the Sharks lose to Jersey and then they go into Philly and they get the best of um, the Flyers. So that right there was kind of um, awesome because not only was it the Sharks second victory this season so we really needed it um it also becomes james reimer's first shutout of the season um so you know the sharks it was one of those games where you know it felt like we dominated the game um on the scoreboard and uh, with goaltending but it, it really is um how do i say this i mean these victories these games, everything that's going on, I mean, Eric Carlson and James Reimer, you're going to hear their names a lot if you haven't already in this past week. Uh, they've been holding it down. Um, the blue line and um, the goal crease, you know, that's all part of defense and part of the cliche of defense was championships, but it's it's just facts. Um San Jose has been paying a hefty price for defenders to bring us championships, having got much in return. So when you see that Eric Carlson is the leading scorer of the San Jose Sharks after nine games, um, you know, let's let's slow down the hype. You know, saying let's pray that he stays healthy. But it's you know th that's what we're looking for here in Sharks territory. Anyways, uh, let me move on. So in Philly, uh, Eric Carlson gets his third goal of the season. Okay, so um, you know he's putting them in the net. He's putting them in the net. Uh, Stephen Lawrence gets his first goal to Sharks, and Nico Sturm. That's another name. Those three, those three right there, the triple threat, offense, defense, goaltending. It's amazing. It's amazing. You know, it's amazing how um, the game and the whole dynamic of the game changes when, um, you know, when your star players essentially, you know, when they show up, when they show up to the game and, you know, they do what they're getting paid to do or they do what they were acquired to do or they do what they've been 
doing since last season and that's the reason why they're starting between the pipes anyways uh, so yeah um nico sturm eric carlson james reimer have been the absolute like glimmer of shining hope that's going on right now uh in sharks territory uh, so yeah reimer he had faced um so let's get the stats out here really quick uh, in Philadelphia, they put 30 shots on net. Uh, Reimer obviously stopped all 30 of them to earn his first uh, shutout of the year. And, you know, James Reimer brought both dubs to San Jose. So that's what I was trying to say earlier. You know, it's, it's unfortunate what's going on with Capo Kakinen. A lot of us here in Sharks territory thought that it would probably be the reverse, that James Reimer might perhaps struggle to you know keep the um the streak or the momentum of last season's success you know going i was a believer the reason i'm a believer is because um he just you know they didn't want to call it a goaltender battle but it was a goaltender battle james reimer um you know he stood strong even in the midst of like you know being thrown thrown out in the headlines, so to speak, of or you know, in the trade talks. You know, he was he wasn't on the trade block per se, or at least officially, but his name is definitely being thrown out there. So to not just like um play the way he did last season and essentially take the starting goaltender position away from Aiden Hill, who probably didn't want it anyways. Not to say that he didn't want to be an NHL starting goaltender, but I don't think he wanted to be the goaltender for San Jose. Anyways. Uh he's gone, so it doesn't matter now. Uh, but yeah, James Reimer definitely wanted to be the starting goaltender in San Jose, and um, it shows still. It still shows to this day, and it's it's you see it with the way he's playing. He's been some of the, you know, it's unfortunate for some of these losses that the Sharks, um, you know, the, some of these games that the Sharks are dropping because James Reimer deserves so much more. Anyways, uh, but yeah, he got his first shutout, second and only. Um, excuse me, the second win of the season and the only two wins of the season coming from uh, Optimus Rhyme. So, yeah, um, leading up to the game last night in Vegas, so just really quick to revisit, um, the Sharks started their trip in New York. They played the Islanders, the Rangers. They also played um, New Jersey, the Devils, and the Philadelphia Flyers, which we just covered. So um, previously in the last episode, uh, we already know the deal. They dropped the game against the Islanders, but David Quinn got his first victory. So then Mike Greer got his first victory um, against their old squad, the New York Rangers. Uh, they dropped a game in Jersey, and then the following game, we just covered with the shutout. So they go 500 on the road trip, 2-2. Two and two. Things are kind of looking good, you know, um, Sure, they're coming back to San Jose. They're two, six, and oh, but you know, in the last five games, you know, it's looking, you know, there's there's a little glimmer of hope until you know uh, Phil Kessel shows up to the Shark Tank. <laughs> uh, so you know, the San Jose Sharks they returned back from their four game road trip, the first road trip of the 2022-2023 uh, season on Tuesday night to host the Vegas Golden Knights. And um, 
you know, the show was stolen by Vegas's Phil Kessel, who in his record, you know, NHL record setting Iron Man streak, 990 consecutive games played. The minute he stepped on the ice, you know, the record was set. But on this record-setting game, he scores his 400th career NHL goal, giving Vegas the lead in the first period. Uh, you know, the Sharks answered back in the second period with goals by Nico Sturm and Matt Nieto. So again, uh, Nico Sturm looking, looking so good with his new squad. Obviously, for those of you who may not be aware, um, he was, you know, he's one of the new sharks who are part of this club and he had some choice words to say. We won't get so much into, um, you know, the criticisms, but essentially he was calling the sharks out and you got to listen to this guy because he won the Stanley cup with the Colorado avalanche last year. You know what I'm saying? So he knows what it takes. He he knows what he's saying. And he's producing. He leads uh, the team, his new team, in a goal scored with four. Um, Matt Nieto's goal, on the other hand, was set up by an amazing, amazing leading pass by Tomas Hurdle. Honestly, he, like, he summoned his inner Joe Thornton on that pass because it was a stretch pass from, like, the Sharks D zone going all the way to the blue line. You know, back back in my day, <laughs> back in my day, that would be a two-line pass. Um, so, uh, and today, that's a highlight breakaway goal by Matt Nieto, who gets his first of the season. Uh, definitely worth checking out if you didn't see, um, if you haven't seen it already. Uh, every... Every one of these um, games that we covered, the highlights and, you know, and everything else you could find on our Twitter and on our blog on SharkCityHockey.com or, you know, Twitter at SharkCityHockey. Just, you know, a quick little plug in there for those of you who, um, you know, who may be looking to, you know, you know, peep this content um, out on the side as you listen to, you know, the show as we progress here. Uh, so the Sharks, you know, that 2-1 lead against Vegas last night only lasted 55 seconds because, uh, um, well, it lasted a little longer than that, but 55 seconds to the third period. Uh, Vegas ties the game, and from there on, it was pretty much, you know, it was all them. It was all Vegas. Um, many around the league, like I mentioned earlier, were calling this Aiden Hill's revenge game for having been traded by the Sharks earlier this summer, but I honestly think he's where he wants to be. Um I'm not saying he wants to be in Vegas, but I honestly firmly believe he definitely didn't want to be in San Jose. Um, he, he, you know, it, it is what it is. Not every not every player wants to be a part of an organization that is trying to, you know, go through a soft rebuild or a reset or, you know, whatever it is that the Sharks are doing and, you know, not officially declaring it. And, uh, you know, some some of those players are, are the likes of Brent Burns. He opted out this summer. Um, all right, so uh, some of the Sharks are 2-7-0. They're going to play the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, tomorrow. And, um, you know, it's going to be a interesting game, to say the least, because you have um, 
Austin Matthews. He's coming into the Shark Tank. Um, they're going through a little bit of a um, slump themselves. Um, I believe the Toronto Sun reported uh, some of their line changes that they're going through um, are kind of unique to say the least. Like they're trying some new things, pairing up Austin Matthews with some more on um, some more players. Um, I believe on the wing, but anyways, long story short is um, he's one of you know the premier players in the league and he's also Latino and hey, it's Hispanic Heritage Month. So a good opportunity to check out one of the best, um, you know, Latin players out there in the league. And that's going to go down tomorrow. Um, so the Toronto Maple Leafs, that's uh, going down tomorrow, Thursday night at the Shark Tank. Um, Toronto Maple Leafs are 4-3-0. and zero. Uh, Sharks all-time record against the Toronto Maple Leafs is 25-24-5-1. This will be the 56th game all-time. Uh, players to watch, I've already said two of their names, Eric Carlson, Nico Sturm, for sure. Uh, those are the leading scorers for goals and points for the team. I'm also going to say keep your eye out for Timo Meyer. Uh, Sharks 2022 NHL All-Star winger is still looking for his first goal of the season. So, you know, we'll see what's going on with that. Uh, starting goaltender has been confirmed. Uh, Curtis Mashaka of the uh, San Jose Mercury News had tweeted out that Capital Kakinen gets the start tomorrow per Sharks head coach David Quinn. Um, Sharks are still dealing some injuries. Nick Benino is um, out with an undisclosed injury. Uh, Kanisov, Nikolai Kanisov, obviously is um, out for about six months, still dealing with that torn Achilles tendon. And uh, Marcus Nudavaro, um was placed on the injured reserve with a lower body injury. Uh, some of the projected lineups this is via lineups.com. Uh, Timo Meyer, uh, Tomas Hurdle, and Alexander Barabanov are going to be your starting lineup. However, it's been um, floating around there out on social media that the Sharks might try something new of their own. Uh, so both Toronto Maple Leafs and the Sound of the Sharks are coming off a loss. Uh, both losses from uh, both squads were courtesy of Vegas Golden Knights and Phil Kessel. Uh, Phil Kessel obviously... Um, you know, still a show. He was talked to mainly because of his unorthodox training style and lifestyle. Um, he's a premier athlete and does everything that essentially you are advised against as a premier athlete to do. Yet he's finding so much success, especially against the Sharks. Um, I believe. So he had that goal scored against the Sharks, but I believe his all-time um, stats, if I have them here handy, yep. Uh, all-time, he has 35 points, 20 goals, 15 assists against the Sharks. Uh, so, you know, a lot of us recognize that name for when he was a Coyote. And, um, you know, he just lined it up. So now he's Vegas Golden Knights, and the Sharks get the pleasure, Sharks fans specifically, get the pleasure of seeing this guy uh, regularly now anyways um, again right okay so let's take a quick uh, peek at the CUDA here as we approach the um, like official period of like hockey here it's almost been 20 minutes um, so the CUDA are four and one and zero. So last time we spoke in, we talked about how they were kind of mimicking the squad doing back-to-back -back weekends. They started their season.
uh, their first two games out there, three to four shootout victory, uh, three to one victory against the Wild. Um, so they played the Henderson Silver Knights. That was opening up at the Tech CU, new uh, new arena, new farm. Uh, so four and zero and three and two victories. And uh, just tonight, just earlier, a couple hours ago, to be honest with you, um, the Ontario Reign were in town and they got their first uh, L of the season, two to one. Uh, Thomas Bordalo has four goals in five games. He's literally two goals away from like the AHL's leading goal scorer. So, I mean, there's no surprise there um, that the young prospects are going to be lining it up for Dakota. Um, yeah, you know, I wasn't so much a fan of them, and I'm still not a fan of them Them being Eklund, Bordalo, and all of our other premier prospects uh, being on the CUDA, with the exception of how exciting it would be. I've said it plenty of times that the Barracuda are going to have the hottest ticket in San Jose when it comes to hockey. Um, but I'm more or less kind of glad now because seeing, you know, kind of what's going on to sound the sharks. Um, it was even said previously to the game, uh, this being yesterday's game against Vegas, that it's going to be like a low event kind of affair. And that's, what's expected of the sharks this season. It's expected that it's going to be the type of action where, there's not going to be too much like high danger. Okay, I don't want to say it like that. But what I will say is is like this. It's essentially, it's going to be more or less like, um, you know, playing the game where you try not to make too many mistakes and you try to take advantage of, you know, uh, the opportunities that are given to you. So, you know, in a way, it sounds kind of like um, not uneventful, but to say the least, um, we, we've seen the way that these games have been going lately. Um, not saying that the Sharks are just kind of going through them. But, yeah, if that's kind of like the the game plan or the style of play that the Sharks are going to be doing this season, then, yeah, I'd rather not have um, the prospects be any part of that. I'd rather not have them be a part of, um, you know, David Quinn and the sound of the Sharks trying to figure it out, right? Uh, but to to their defense, and, you know, this was this was shared, of course, you know, it was reinforced, is a better way of saying it, again last night during the national broadcast on ESPN, that the sound of the Sharks haven't had much time um, as a group to train with each other considering that they've traveled um, so much, so often. Um, that being largely... Uh, due to the fact that, you know, they started the season with the Global Series out there in the Czech Republic and um, out in uh, Berlin for an exhibition game. Anyways, um, so, yeah, it's going to be very, very, um, it's going to be a very interesting season. In in a way, I kind of see the Sharks are waking up, um, you know, offensively it's there so one of the problems was the sharks were winning the first period and then they disappeared for 40 minutes uh now we're seeing the sharks starting to win um you know second periods or third periods in some cases to you know complete games uh james reimer is solid like he has the net on lockdown if you didn't believe it before um 
you know, this road trip, you got to believe it now. Um, not just the shutout and the two victories being earned by him being in the game, but even in some of those losses that the Sharks have had, um, you know, he's made outstanding saves, outstanding saves. And um, I look forward to seeing him play in net, to be honest with you. I know that sounds kind of messed up <laughs> because um, a lot of it sounds like, like, um, I mean, a lot of it's due to, you know, poor defense or just, gosh, I don't even want to get into it because I kind of like the tempo and, and kind of was enjoying the um, the dialogue of the podcast. I don't want to get into anything that's too negative here. But long story short is, um, you know, James Reimer is, I think he's going to be the MVP this season. Like, seriously. Um, Kapo Kakinen. It's unfortunate, you know what I'm saying? He's had some, you know, he, he's had some pretty bad games. And it's hard to shake the stigma, especially after, you know, letting two um, of those shorties back to back. So I, I think in time, you know, he will eventually maybe give James Reimer a little bit, um, a little bit more um, competition down the line. And then James Reimer, obviously, you know, he's not going to be able to carry the entire season himself. So, you know, we have to make sure that Capo Kakinen gets some victories. So, you know, the Sharks got to do, you know, whatever it is that um that it takes to win these games. And, you know, I think that's the message that's kind of getting across. Um, hearing a lot of stories about the coaching staff and, a lot of like missed opportunities this and mad about that, but like man listen the last ten games with the Rangers, this guy had four victories. Alright, this is gonna be ten games now and he's closing in on being one victory shy at best. So um you know I, I have nothing but, you know, the best hopes for the season. A lot of people say that's ridiculous, but I, I believe, okay, I'm a firm believer. It is what it is. Uh, I bleed till, and that's all I got to say. But what what I will say is this, is that the Sounds of Sharks in October are horrible. <laughs> they played some horrible, uninspiring hockey. Um, Nico Sturm, um, you know, welcome to San Jose. Welcome to San Jose. Sharks, I would I would pay attention to this guy. Sharks fans, give him all the love and support. We got to keep players like this here. Um, you know, imagine, just imagine. Imagine, it's one thing for like, you know, to, for like Brent Burns to be traded out of San Jose to Carolina. But like, imagine, you know, um, and I don't mean any disrespect to my club. I just, it is what it is. But imagine going from like a Stanley Cup championship franchise to our club, the Sounds of Sharks. You know, you're talking about being on top of the world in terms of like world class organization. At least that's the assumption when you win a Stanley Cup. All right. When 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 that uh team's name is engraved on the Stanley Cup. But um you know you know, so to go from that and then like a couple months later, because, you know, obviously if you raise the cup, 
you played hockey longer than everybody else. You know, and a couple months later, you are on a team that's literally like starting fresh, brand new. New GM, new coach, new uniforms, some new tech in the arena, new arena or farm for, you know, their um, AHL affiliate squad who also have their own new jerseys. <laughs> like, it's like a new era. Oh, snap. Anyways. Um, and, you know, this new era is two, two and seven and zero so far. So I, I'm glad that he spoke up. I'm glad that someone has locker room presence, um, obviously being the one that scored the goal. And um, excuse me. Um, being the one scoring the goals. So I'm trying to say, um, you know, there's a lot. Um, how do I say this? How do I say this properly? Like, it's easy to be like, oh, you're like, you know, you're, you're, you're one of the best and better players because, you know, you have the most goals. That's not what I'm trying to say. What, what I'm trying to, you know, what I'm trying to say is like, you know, his presence on the ice, there's a lot more um, that he's doing. Uh, whether it's like setting up the play or shutting down, um, you know, the opponents or, or, you know, the plays. But anyways, um, I'm not trying to make this an analytical um, show. I'm about to wrap this up, by the way. Um, so anyways, long story short is, you know, just imagine going from, you know, that level or that tier of hockey to, to where you're to where we're at now. So, you know, I'm I'm here for I'm here for every one of the newest uh, Sharks members, uh, Lawrence Limbrum, um, you know, Kunin, uh, etc. Because, um, you know, we want to make sure that the hockey world uh, sees and understands that San Jose is a place that players want to be. Now, yeah, you know, obviously these guys want to be here. You know, the core players, you know, they're going to stay. But um, you know, we have a lot of guys leaving, like Joe Thornton. Patrick Marlowe, I know he's retired now. Uh, Brent Burns and Joe Pavelski. That's the one that probably hurts people the most because he's still in his prime. I mean, there's a story that was run uh, run on him today about like how he's like 38, um, still chasing that, that dream to win a cup, and he's doing it with Dallas. Listen, he's as much a Dallas star as he is a Saturday Shark. He's more of a Dallas... He, he, he as much as a Dallas star... Then he that then he is a San Jose Shark because he appeared in in Cup Finals with both teams. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but you could say he's maybe a little bit more because not only did he leave San Jose, but he chose to go to Dallas and he's choosing to stay there. Anyways, um, so yeah, why did I bring all that up? A lot of players are leaving San Jose. Now, of course, you can say, oh, that's due to contracts. That's due to these people. These are the these players that are here with the money that they're taking on that cap space. That's what the the former, you know, um, managers of the club, that's what they thought the future was at. So we'll, we'll have to give Mike Greer and, um, you know, David Quinn some time. See, you know, we'll see what, um, you know, what direction that they lead the squad in. Anyways. Um, so yeah, 
with that being said, I think we're going to close the program um, on that note. Um, you know, I'm going to do my best this season to try to keep it um, as positive and informative as possible. I'll try to give some context to the content and um, try my best to not be repetitive because we could always go into, um, you know, play by play, break it down and, and excuse me, analytically or with even like, you know, advanced analytics and et cetera. But, um, I kind of like to keep it, um, you know, simple. And I mean it that way because, you know, um, when, when I talk San Jose Sharks hockey, I try to do it in, in a matter where it's like, I'd be talking to someone like if we were at the game or if we we're at a, at a pub, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to start throwing out like, you know, the Corzine, the Fenwicks and, you know, goals for, and, you know, start asking for, you know, um, score adjusted stats and, <laughs> you know, I'm going to lose people. you know, like, um, here's another drink. Anyways, just kidding. But, um, you know, I, I like to try to keep it, you know, chill. Um, and I try to keep it till as possible as well, because, you know, that's what it's all about. Uh, I love the sounds of sharks and I assume that's what you're here for too. Anyways, I'm Aaron James. This is the Shark City Podcast, uh, episode six of season two. Um, yeah, sounds like Sharks got the Maple Leafs tomorrow, and I think that is about to close our um, program with Let's Go Sharks. Hope um, you guys can smoke the Leafs tomorrow, no pun intended. And um, with that being said, we are signing off. All right, everybody, have a great rest of your night. We are two minutes away from midnight here in Shark City. So, uh, once again, I'm Aaron James, and let's go Sharks. Have a good night. Get to bed, everybody. Get to bed. Get some rest. You should be resting now. The show's over. All right, good night.